Hey, this is Tim Roller with Tim Roller Photography, and this is my podcast called Over It. Are you guys over stuff? Are you over the rain and the cold and the rain? I am over it. You know, when I was younger, I met this, she was this woman, young girl, whatever, not young girl, <laughs> woman, young woman, 20s ish beautiful i mean this woman she was special segue there's a uh, function i went to it was kind of a, a in the evening a bunch of business people got together there was kind of a rah-rah meeting everybody was going to get pumped up about their life and this 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 woman walks in and and um there was something special about her you look at her and she's just a normal person but it was just something really, I mean, my eye was drawn to her and, and, I, and I kept watching her. I'm like, what is different about this person? And then she walks up to the head table, sits down, and then later was introduced as, um, we'd like to welcome our speaker tonight. She is an Olympic gold medalist. So let's all give her a round of applause. And then she started speaking and what she had to say was, was, was really awesome. And I can't remember what it was, but at the time, it was special. It was it was inspirational. So, okay, back to um, my story of this person who interrupted my life and um, caught me off guard with her beauty. She was gorgeous. She was stunning. She was from Ethiopia. She had the most beautiful skin I've ever seen in my life. And she had the intangible. She looked like a princess. She really did. She looked like a princess. And I w she looked like a princess and so much to the point that I was like, I can't, like, I'm not in your same world. So anyway, we got to talking. And I asked her a little bit about her life. And, and she was very proper, too. It was really weird. And I said, well, what, where, are you, where are you from? She goes, I'm from Ethiopia. And I said, wow. I mean, this is back when, when you talk about Ethiopia, it wasn't good. Because they were um, not, none of them literally were doing well in Ethiopia. Everybody was starving. There were, there were TV was full of ads of, of emaciated children. Um, and Ethiopia wasn't a good place. It's not where you want to say I'm from. <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking. And she says, and I don't know her accent, but she was so elegant in everything she said. Um, and she said, my country used to be the most wealthy. And my family used to be one of the wealthiest families in the world. And our country used to be one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And one day... It stopped raining. And so every time it rains, I think about my uh, Ethiopian princess friend. And I think, you know, God, I'm really, really tired of this rain, but I'm really thankful that it's raining because we, America feeds, feeds America feeds the world pretty much um, with our grain. Um, but thank you for the rain because we need, without the rain, we're kind of, we're kind of stuck. 
we're kind of Ethiopia. We're going to all be starving. Uh, so I'm going to be thankful to God for the rain, even though it's exhausting. In, in Kansas right now, well, if you're on the Missouri River, you're and you're like elevation wise, you're close to the river, you're flooding. It's it's bad. It's I, I have family and friends in Leavenworth, Kansas, and it it's bad over there. The things are flooding, and, and and I hate it for them. But you know what? One of the country songs: un, un, "Unsinkable ships sink, unbendable steel bends." Uh, when the fury of the wind is unstoppable, don't ever underestimate the impossible. Um, God has kind of put this earth spinning in a, in a certain way. And if you build a town next to a river, then that river floods every now and then. Guess what? Your town's going to be underwater. And when they built New Orleans below sea level, when I was there in the, when I was in my twenties, I did a concert there, and they they were very proud of the fact that it was under the sea level, and you could see the ocean. And I'm like, well, how does the ocean not flood the city? And they said, oh, we have it taken care of. We have the lev this this system that levy system. I don't even know if they use the word levy. But they said, oh, no, it's taken care of. We, we, we figured that out. That ocean's never going to hit our city. And, I'm, and I looked at him, I remember saying, you know, someday this town's going to be underwater because you don't build a city next to the ocean under sea level because God has, let me put it this way. Think about this. Man does not create laws. Man creates rules. Here, let me give you a law. The law of gravity. That means unless you get a hold and understand of a higher law, like aerodynamics, the law of gravity is going to win. See, the law of gravity... Unless you can continue with the law of aerodynamics, the law of gravity is going to win. Unless you can get beyond the law of gravity. In fact, I kind of think the law of gravity is is like the most powerful thing in our universe because it truly holds our universe together. And I have a really, really, really smart brother-in-law, and he thinks that electromagnetivity, magnetic fields are the most powerful things. I really don't care. But I know that, that gravity is very important. It's a law. You can't argue with gravity unless you understand the law of aerodynamics. So one of the laws is, you know, don't build your town next to the ocean under sea level and think that it's, you're not going to have a problem someday. Now, you can do it. You have the right to do it. God is pro-choice. You have the right to choose. The greatest gift God has given us is the right to choose how we live our life. And so you have the right to choose to live on the beach. But you got to understand, if you live on the beach in Florida, you're eventually going to get hit by a hurricane. And the fleas go along with the dog. So if you don't want the fleas, get rid of the dog. It's just how it is. You can't argue. I remember Marjorie and I can't even remember the name of it, but it says, you can't, you can't fool Mother Nature. 
and there's sound and mother nature was standing there with this margarine um and interesting factoid when i was in college and taking a business law class they told me this they said did you know that it is a federal crime to transport wait for it wait for it margarine over state lines margarine because the dairy uh farmers that were very powerful the lobby in washington dc was very powerful so they got this law passed you know you can't transport margarine over state lines you got to transport butter and it's so kind of funny now we look back and margarine we know it's full of oil it's not full of anything natural it's it's worse for you than butter so i'm i'm a butter man and grass-fed butter, the green kind that's that's uh, that, that, that's it's it's the kind in the green package from I, the Irish butter. It's, it's supposedly good for you, actually, like legit good for you. That in olive oil. So, yeah, it was illegal to transport um, margarine over state lines. That's kind of interesting. So back to kind of the laws that that God's going to put put in place. We really, if we argue with those laws, we're we're really fighting against uh, inevitability, because inevitably, uh, God's going to win, Earth's going to win. We can only keep hold back the water for so long until a levee breaks, until a hurricane comes, until there's too much snow up north and it comes down the Missouri River. That's just how it is. It's only it's it's a matter of time until the climate changes a little bit, and I'm not talking about climate change. Like we, whoever thinks that the United States of America can can affect the way the world works, other than launching nuclear weapons into the atmosphere and ruining like nuclearizing the whole world, don't give yourself so much credit. Okay, I got some news for you. You're not that important. As a human race, we're not that important. God's been around a long time, and he has this thing figured out. And we're not destroying our country. And if we stopped using everything, and if we stopped cow farts and everything, no other country would. And we would have no effect on our climate. They're just trying to get elected. So, you know, whatever. That's what I have to say to those idiots. Whatever. It's not, they're not even worth arguing with you can't you can't beat mother nature you can't outsmart god you can't you can't another fact one out of every one person in this world dies it's one out of one it's a hundred percent if you're if you're alive right now i've got some bad news you're gonna die Got some good news for you. I've always wanted to tell this joke. I've always wanted to be a doctor for like five minutes because I'd walk into a, a patient. I'd go, okay, Mr. Patient, i got some good news for you and i got some bad news. Okay, doc, give me the bad news first. Well, bad news is you're going to die. Good news is not today, but we're all going to die. We can't fight inevitability. We can't fight um, We can't fight God. We can't fight the earth. We can't fight it. We're not strong enough. What ha- what happens is going to happen. Weather and patterns are going to change. They changed in Ethiopia. They changed big. So, 
What I initially wanted to talk about today was black socks. Um, and I'm going to talk about black socks just real quick because I want so much for everybody that hears this to understand how good we have it and how quickly what we have is being taken away from us. If you would have told my parents when I was 10 years old that someday if you don't wear your seatbelt, you're going to get a ticket, they would have laughed at you. They would have thought that was the most stupid thing. How can the government ever make that a law? We're, this is America. We have the right to choose stuff. We have freedom of speech. You don't have freedom of nothing. You think you own something? Put a pig farm on your property and just see how long you own it. Stop paying your taxes. Just see how long you own it. You don't own anything. They'll come and take it from you. So back to Black Sox. Understand that things are going to change. Understand that things are changing. And understand that fight with everything in your body against Black Sox. Because Black Sox are truly the enemy of America. I had a friend when I was in my teens in the 70s. He was in his 30s and he was a long distance runner. I guess a marathon person, but he would run a lot for a long distance. And he was in another country at a marathon race. And he said the weirdest thing about the whole experience were you could tell the Russians from everyone else. And I thought, well, you know, in that microsecond, you're thinking, what? You, you could, you, really? How can you, how can you tell a Russian from everyone else? And he said, black socks. I asked, black socks. He goes, yeah, all the Russians wore black socks. Everybody else wore different colored socks. But it wasn't just the black socks. It was the exact kind of socks. The Russians didn't have a choice on what kind of socks they wore back then. They were black. They were probably like my dad's dress socks that I stole every time I had to go to church. And they were the exact same socks. They didn't get a choice. They didn't have the right to choose. An amazing culture, amazing history. I know some Russian people, they're so proud of their history and they have every right to be, you know, we all have some dark moments. America has some really dark moments. Uh, England has some really dark moments. Russia has some really dark moments, but that doesn't mean, okay, I'm about ready to get off topic here for a second. Just because you mess up does not define who you are. Just because there's some people in our past, in our country, doesn't define who we are. The end. So anyway, we don't want black socks in our country only. We want the freedom to choose what kind of socks we're going to buy. And if you think for one second that that can never happen, it can happen because it did happen. So we need to be vigilant and not let our hatred for a person or our love for a person ever 
get our mind away from the very fact that we have freedoms that we want to protect because we want to be able to walk into Walmart or Target and buy whatever color socks that we want. We don't want to go to the government store and they hand us black socks or they hand us the kind of health care that they think we need. We don't want black socks. I personally want the kind with stripes on them because I'm a striped sock guy and that, my friends, will never change. So thank you for listening to this week's podcast. And remember, black socks are our enemy. We want the right to choose our socks. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.